Welcome back to another episode of the Wicked Stepmom Podcast. My name is Jenna Garcia, and I'll be your host. We're back. (laughs) Pixar didn't happen. (laughs) So um, we have a little music on in the background. So if if you hear something, that's what it is. Um, But we wanted to do this episode on things that you have to worry about in a blended family that you wouldn't have to worry about in a first family. Theoretically. Right. Um, And so I know that it's... um, I know that it can seem like, at least from the outside, people that aren't step parents or have never been in a blended family, they maybe wouldn't think of things like this because I most certainly didn't Mm -hmm. when I was married. Um, I shouldn't say when I was married, (laughs) you know what I mean? Um, But what got us thinking about this was um, TJ was talking about the week that we had last week with Ryan um, where... Yeah, he was caught stealing again and just acting out in school. And so one of those hard things that you come across is like discipline in both households and also like one house doesn't think that it's as severe as the other house or I mean, it's just a shit show. Communication, I mean. It almost always boils down to consistency, but yeah, because two step parents and two buyer parents and how many different houses everybody everybody involved probably doesn't have the same idea of what is appropriate for uh, consequences discipline preventative measures for instance if one of the parents thinks it's just fine to smoke weed and not graduate high school and break the law you're probably not going to get a good result at that house compared to you know the house where we really would like you to graduate high school not do drugs, unless you're an adult, do what you want once you're out of the house. Yeah. And uh, preferably don't steal and lie. Yeah. So one out of any of the households that they visit, one household minimizes it. It makes it okay to them. Yeah. And And if that's the bio parent, they're going to gear themselves towards that. Yes. And for whatever reason, I feel like... (laughs) um, the worst qualities of the other parent is what the child like sees or wants to be like towards it. Yes. And it's really frustrating when, you know, when you know that if you go to school and you, you know, get your high school diploma and get a good job, like set goals for yourself, we know where that gets you as opposed to mommy and daddy paying for things or taking the kids on your time you're a dope smoking dropout right or lazy lazy tired whatever uh severely distracted because a million things my kids are in my world <laughs> um but yeah so i don't know so this is also a good podcast to do with the holidays coming up so um, neither of us really follow the custody orders. Um, I mean, for the most part we do, but yours says like Thursday through Sunday, we do Friday through Monday, you yeah. know? So it's kind of like the same thing. The and time doesn't change. Just the day does. So yeah. The amount of time doesn't really change. Yeah. And we, we do, um, you know, like we get a week at Christmas, she gets a week at Christmas. We alternate. Years. Years. Yeah. And so, you know, like she gets the week 
that's closest to Christmas. We get the following week this year. Yeah, like New Year's week. Yeah. Um, and we don't have, you know, specific days like you get them the day after Christmas at 6 p.m. or anything like that. We just kind of coordinate and work together. So we're okay. lucky. If you're not doing anything the next day, you know, how about 9 a.m.? Yeah, we're lucky. And I know that sometimes I can be a brat as like a bio mom or an ex-wife because if I don't get what I want, I, I just say, well, you know, if you don't want to do this, then we'll just follow the custody arrangement. It's it almost always presents itself to benefit him though. Right. Because you'll present it to him with logic. Like, hey, I was thinking I'm going to take them these three days instead of these two days because here's why. Uh, it benefits you from a working schedule perspective and logistics is all cut in half. And he's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Too easy. Like, Yeah, usually he agrees with me, but, but like um, using this week as an example, normally he would keep Ryan until Tuesday. Yeah. And I would get him through the following weekend because it's my year for Thanksgiving. But now, um, you know, his mom's going to be in town and Ryan really wants to see his grandma. Schedule added an extra day or something uh, compared to his regular days off. Yeah, he works in retail. So his work schedule is a little wonky with Black Friday. This time of year. And so I said, well, I would let Ryan go with your mom on Friday if you drop him off here on Monday instead of Tuesday. And he said, yeah, that's fine. But I told TJ, like, if he doesn't drop Ryan off on Monday, I'm not giving him to his mom on Friday because then I lose a day. Yeah. And I don't have to. So in a situation like that, I would, I would say, you know, like, we'll just follow the custody order. He's not going to battle it out either. If, if his mom wants to make it an issue, she'll never talk to us directly. Right. Run it through him and. Talk shit about me. <laughs> Essentially. And just make everybody else miserable. But I have no obligation to that woman and neither do you. Mm-hmm. But we also do that with with, with yeah, Cammie. Yeah, we with we at mom. least try because like it doesn't like the next couple of weeks we get them on a Tuesday after school, but we drop them off to school on a Monday. So why not just let them stay here that day? Yeah. But she said no. And so we just don't feel like putting up the fight because we we cannot argue logistics with her because no. she does not comprehend anything she I say. Do logistics. She makes her mom do it so she can do what she wants. Yeah. But um, I don't know. So it's just, but these are things that you wouldn't think of. Nope. And well, nobody has a real logistical nightmare in say a regular bio family. Yeah. Both parents basically have, they do what they need to do to get the stuff done daily and, Hopefully you can plan it out a week or two and you know how your day's going to go. Yeah. There is none of that in this world. This world is. Oof. I think with us, More it's, make it up as you go. it's easier with my ex because he lives like a five minute close. drive away. Yeah, he's very close. And even like with the holidays coming up, they'll do it at uh, my ex brother-in-law's house, which well, is even like, yeah, two minutes away. Yeah. As to where Cammy is less than a two minute walk from your mom's house type of deal. Yeah. Cammy is, you know, uh, what? 35, 40 minutes away. Her mom is an hour, like an hour in the opposite direction. And so it just creates more logistics. <laughs> That's why they're always late. Yeah. And with the kids in schools that none of us live in and, you know, three different schools in two different towns. And we have five kids in five different schools, y'all. Five kids, 
five different schools, two different school districts, and three different towns. And I would just like to say that my kids are in the same school district, just different schools because one's high school, one's elementary. Yeah. And the, the, he'll go to the middle school that's right there next to his grandma's house, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> but, you know, here we are. And we're considering moving, like, even farther away, so. Yeah, we'll just. Once the kids are gone, heading out north. Mm-hmm. You can have that weird southeast of the anything with a pulse stuff. <laughs> um, okay. So some other things that people don't have to think about when they're in a first family versus a blended family. So um, something that comes to mind for me is the laundry. I was thinking uh, food schedule too, which go ahead. Okay. So with the laundry, um, I most of the time don't like what the kids come in. Um, I think it looks cheap. Like remember when well, Zoe had those dresses that look like pajamas? Most of the time it's because um, the laundry at the other house is done so infrequently. Half the time they come in here, even if you don't like it, it's not even clean. Yes. So like Gabe's pants. I worry more about the cleanliness aspect than, you know, that's ugly, but it smells like Tide, so I don't care. Whatever. It's, yes. It's fine. Yeah. I've never smelled Tide on that. I didn't look cool when I was a kid, so I don't give a shit about that, but. If it smells good, okay, cool. Doesn't yeah. smell like it's been in the laundry room for a week or has grass stains on the knees from the past three days you wore them to school. Yeah. Ugh. That was last last week with Gabe. Anyways, so with with the laundry, I always I wash what they wear here. And then when I fold the laundry, also this is something that is an issue for us because we have a lot of kids. Yeah. They each have their own pile, and I do them in order from age, oldest to youngest. But then the stuff from their mom's house goes in the pile in front of the pile from our house. So it's almost like it's like an Excel spreadsheet yep. with columns and rows. Yep. Um, and then when they're in sports, A one is their stuff to go into their dressers in their closet. A two <laughs> is the stuff that's going to mom's. B two is the brother's stuff that's going to mom's. B three, yeah. like it's um, like a bingo card. It is more like Excel. Um, but then also, um, like when they're in sports, I do their sports stuff in a separate mm -hmm. pile because they'll either have to wear it or they put it in their in the sports bag or whatever. Um, this week, you know, more laundry than ever. But another thing that with the laundry is that like when my family does something on a Friday evening, we pick the kids up from school so they're smelling like whatever and they're There's wearing a lot of times where the laundry doesn't smell good you guys so like they'll come home like we know for a fact like i'm just using an example last week we picked up gabe he had grass stains on his pants from three days earlier he'd been wearing these pants for three days and when he came home we're like dude what is up with these pants and he's like oh uh i said oh what'd you do today and he's like, like oh it, it's from wednesday it was from wednesday we're like <laughs> awesome and it wasn't even like grass stains. It was like, like he knelt in soggy, wet On a soggy lawn, grass. basically, yeah. It was bad. Um, he didn't care. But something that you wouldn't think of in a first family, right? You send your kids to school clean. They come home in, in cute clothes or whatever. You go to your family event. But with us, it's a logistical nightmare to get everyone we, somewhere on time because of the, house the school. And like, hey, two of them are going to need to change their clothes. Like, one of them has to redo their hair for whatever reason. Like, yeah. it, well, the wind caught it or they wore a hoodie. Yeah, like we have to get them home and get them ready before we can even go somewhere. And we're not talking 
we're picky because your your the bow in your head doesn't look right. I'm talking, looks like we Building. picked you up, you know, from a, a a homeless camp outside of a trailer park. Yeah, well, shit. and we always say, um, we always say it looks like nobody loves you, yeah. like. Um, if they have a wrinkled shirt or something, you know, like go change that. You look like no one yeah. loves you. Or we, we do that here with our shit too, by the way. Not, yeah, not just from the other parents' house. Yeah, like if they don't fix their hair, the boys don't comb their hair, and they have you know flyaways or whatever. Like go comb your hair. You look like no one loves you. Um, and maybe people disagree with that, but whatever. That's it's fine. it's how we do things here. <laughs> it works here. for us. Um, okay, what were you going to say about the food? Well, so. When we pick them up on the kids on, from school on Fridays, we always ask them like what they had for dinner the night before and what they had for lunch that day. And nine times out of ten, what they had for dinner the night before is what we're having for dinner that night because they know what we're having for dinner that night, and they told their mom, and she had it for dinner the night before instead. Yeah. So we're like, hey, we're gonna have uh, uh, chicken and rice tonight. They're like, oh, we had that for dinner last night. Like weird yeah did you remember we were having chicken and rice here tonight yeah like, yeah that's, oh, why, that's okay. why we told mom we we're excited about it so she did it daily right and this is at least 50 percent of the time at least half the time like oh well you're eating that two days in a row then and the the reason the kids know what we're having for dinner is because i do a menu every two weeks on like our calendar board it's on a wall so they know like what days they're coming what days they're going what kids are here what we're having for dinner and then any other you know sportings event or family gathering drop them up at school do you want hot lunch or cold lunch yeah um and somebody undermines us a lot of the time yeah but but funny part Whatever it is, they prefer the way it's made here. So like, oh no, that's fine. We'll eat it here. It's, yeah, we'll have we'll good. have it again. It's fine. Um, something popped up in my Facebook memories um, just within the last couple of days, and it was um, Zoe said, "Jenna, your food is so good. You should make food for the whole town." <laughs> <coughs> Love that girl. <laughs> There's been a lot of recipes that we do here that they were hesitant or said they didn't like because they'd had it somewhere else. I'm like, oh, well, have, have you had it here? And they say, well, no. Yeah, like they didn't like Alfredo because like, their grandma puts green beans in it. And lunch meat. <laughs> like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, chopped out lunch meat. Like, oh, well, have you tried real Alfredo? Because that's what we're having tonight. And some now, noodles, some heavy cream. <laughs> they love all of it. They eat all the Alfredo. But same with, like, uh, lasagna. Oh, uh, well, Grandma puts like weird veg, like just vegetables carrots. in her lasagna. Yeah, it's like, carrots it's in her lasagna. lasagna. And Cammy does and, the and zoodles zucchini. and zucchini. Yeah, yeah, and they don't like it with the zoodles because it tastes like trash. Yeah, like, like fucking give me all the pasta, pasta sauce and a salad. Yeah. Um, something else I thought about with the laundry was, oh shoot, what was it? Oh gosh, I don't remember. Uh. Oh, the clothes going back and forth, like no. anything that, and we used to do this where we would send them in something from our house because it was easier, but then we would never see it again. And I mean, never. There was a couple times where we did see it again. Yeah. But, but it was like so, one hand. It was so much later that it didn't fit them anymore. Right. And 
so that's another thing with the laundry and the same person would be like oh i'd never get the clothes back that i sent them from your house which is always send them back in mind you yeah because i don't like it so you can have it back you, you get that back yeah there are no pants here from your house you're dumb and you need to do laundry yeah <laughs> maybe check under their beds because that's not our house yeah um so easy to just do the laundry yeah. so the kids do the laundry now and you can tell but also with izzy like when i took her out shopping this most recent time you know i was like all this shit stays here because i just spent thousand dollars on you today She's um and then tj's like what's the point because i was telling you like she's giggling and she's mm -hmm. so happy and she's just constantly saying thank you jenna thank you jenna to wear it to school yeah and he's like what's the point in like buying her all of this stuff that she feels beautiful in if she can't show it to the world and i was like fuck so i told izzy basically i said you she's 15 now yeah i said you have the freedom to wear this any day you'd like wherever you'd like but i'm telling you if i never see it again i'm never taking you shopping again and so balls in her court right mm -hmm. like i'm not gonna buy you gap underwear if you constantly wear hanes here i'll just keep buying you hanes right so um but i think she appreciates the finer things in life and i let her wear you know the cute undies and the victoria's secret bras and um she i don't know the, she likes the nicer clothes yeah and she, but she looks so cute and she feels cute she likes the spoiling on top of it but she yeah. loves that somebody's putting go get what you want yeah whatever you want whatever you feel you yeah know, feeling good you're looking good like, and here's the thing too that i think it's important to mention because like when i took her shopping i wasn't really looking at prices no. she was because she was like jenna these these jeans are 60 dollars." i said okay well do you want to go to walmart and she's like no, no. <laughs> um but we're comfortable so i can just do that right it's not like i went into you know I don't even know J. I Crew. I don't know where expensive clothes it, are. Right, Express. I get but, my clothes the same place. So I get Jen safe and car batteries. <laughs> but um, it's important to say that on their mom's side, they make about what we do. I would say it's very close. They make double what I do because of their professions. Right. So I think that they, they the yeah, money. they make. <laughs> they make a little bit more than we do but still here they are with living like a trailer park yeah um but and it doesn't matter like live however you want whatever yeah but it's just something that like i'm not gonna take her to american eagle and buy her all this cute stuff if she shows up in walmart pants all the time and she's wearing walmart shit around me yep. and there's nothing wrong with walmart but if i'm gonna spend the money on something that looks really cute and she feels really cute in i want to see wear her it. wear it yeah wear it, girl. yeah so what other things do you think um we deal with as a blended family well a lot of it is the i don't know if it i would call it natural but the the kids inclination to always like default to the other house what they do or what that parent wants mm -hmm. and that comes with anything like when they come home on a Friday, we say, hey, do you have any homework? And they look at us like, I don't know. Like, you should know that. You're the one that would have it. Because mm -hmm. at the other house, they have homework. Nobody asks them. And the shit don't get done. Well, also, 
um, chores and sports mm -hmm. and guitar comes first. Instead of, are you passing that class? doesn't matter. You won't be home till nine o'clock tonight because you're going to do three things that I want you to do. Right. Have or fun sleeping. Yeah. Or, you know, you have to do these dishes that have been sitting here for three days three while you days. were at your dad's. And so you spend two hours doing the dishes that you didn't make. And then you have to leave and you have to go to sports. But because it takes an hour to get there and you're there for an hour and a half and an hour to get home, then you get home and it's bedtime. But then you can't sleep because you're stressed about this homework you, you couldn't homework. do. And you didn't have dinner until nine o'clock. So. And I'm not even fucking kidding you. This is the shit we hear about. Yep. She doesn't sleep because she's worried about school because she didn't have time to do school because she was doing some other bullshit. I'm like, okay, well. It's 6 p.m. on a Friday. Go do your homework. She's like, okay. Yeah. And then does it in like 30 minutes. Like, hey, you done? She's like, yeah. Okay, go do what you want now. Yeah, but she also like, she said, because I ask questions like, you know, why, why is it hard for you to get your homework done during the week? And then she tells me why, like the dishes and the sports and all of this. Yeah, they don't make their own schedule. But then also she says like, Zoe will be loud and making noise and it distracts her and so you know i can't change the way things are done at the other house she's so. made to do her homework downstairs in the dining room right uh instead of in her room and the dining room is between the kitchen and the living room so zoe's in the living her room room's right next to the dining room yeah um zoe's in the living room watching tv and cammy's in the kitchen making dinner and izzy's in between all of this and they're talking back and forth to each other, like across Izzy, and she can't focus. Or she's telling Izzy to do shit in the kitchen while she's making dinner. And so I told Izzy, I said, um, I said, well, because I can't control what happens over there. I can only like teach the kids how to maybe deal with these situations. So I say, well, tell your mom what you need. Mom, I'm feeling really distracted could I please go to my bedroom and do this homework? Or could Zoe please shut the fuck up so the I could do my homework? She asked if she, her mom, if she could do her homework upstairs, she said, no, she can't take the computer upstairs. So and you then, have to do it at the table. And then last he, time she asked Zoe to, you know, chill out and be quiet. Her mom told her to shut up and just do her homework. Right. Cause Izzy or Zoe was throwing a stuffed animal at Izzy's face is what she said. And so then Izzy went upstairs crying because she was upset and frustrated. And then she got yelled at for not finishing her homework and going upstairs and crying instead. It's crazy. And then homework's just non-existent at Bobby's house. Yeah, they, I feel they, it's important we include him. They don't worry about school at that house. Yeah, because you don't all. need that. Mommy you will just send you money. <laughs> you don't need to graduate high school. Um, you don't have to worry about anything in school, especially doing what you're supposed to do. Uh, also that particular household is super not respectful of cops. So, you know, why wouldn't it be okay to smoke dope? It's a strange household y'all, but not really. The only difference between that household and a lot of other households is it's not on wheels. It's made of cinder blocks. The mentality there is as old as time. It's a welfare mentality and a victim mentality on the adult side. So. What are the children going to absorb from that? Mm -hmm. You don't have to work hard in this world. Somebody else will take care of you. And it's probably their fault that you're not succeeding. Yeah. Oh, you want that? Just take that. You just, can have just that. Just go ahead and, and do that. Yeah. You don't need a diploma for that. <laughs> you don't need a diploma to make $12 an hour, which is true. It is true. Do you have any other ideas on 
blended family shit that you don't have to worry about in a first family. Following your lead. Okay. Um, well, another thing that I think of is like, um, consistency and when things are out of your control and you can't say anything about it. So like if we had all of our kids all of the time, because they were mine and yours, bedtime's just bedtime. Yep. There's no argument about it as opposed to like, you know, Ryan goes to bed late at his dad's house. Izzy, Gabe and Zoe sleep in the living room at their mom's yeah, house. They're obviously living because during the winter it's cold and during the summer it's hot or yeah, they have no the insulation. There's no air conditioning. I mean, um, no central air, but so something that you think about is like, if it was your house, you'd, you'd always know what to expect. There's never an argument unless it's between you and I as parents. Um, yeah, but, argue with us. but even then, like we have that love where we can work through it together, maybe compromise. Well, it's because I win <laughs> Let's be as opposed to dealing with the others where sometimes there's no compromise and we just give in because it's easier than fighting. Well, that's because compromise as a concept doesn't exist and it's not worth the fight and we're not really losing anything. Yeah. The only reason to fight it would be to fight. Yeah. And I'm tired of that. So, okay. <laughs> it's true. I don't um, argue with no motherfucker anymore. I think it's also hard when, um, when you know, like the kids are struggling with something at the other house and you just want to keep them here, but you can't. We, so do, that's... we do try to educate them and, and uh, give them tools or tips on how to navigate that themselves, though. Yes. But it's still like hard on the mommy heart to drop <laughs> them off. Like, was it last week when I dropped them off and Izzy gave me like 10 kisses because it was going to be was... three extra days away from us? It was when I dropped off Zoe and, and she like had her head on my shoulder in the car. Mm-hmm. So we got to like 10 minutes early at school. And she was just laying with the head on my shoulder and was like kind of petting my shoulder. Yeah. Just chilling. I was like, I don't want to put, I don't want, I want, I don't want to do this. Just come back to work with me. Yeah. I'll teach you a trade. It'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be fine. Who needs fourth grade anyways? <laughs> you don't need a diploma. I have proof of this. <laughs> Daddy will take care of you. <laughs> I'll pay all your bills. <laughs> so dumb. But yeah, that was all that one weekend because. I feel like they had a real rough week before and that weekend we had a really good weekend with them. And, uh, like Zoe misses Ryan like crazy cause he's not here on some Sundays. Yeah. So she is bored as fuck on Sundays. Yeah. So she, I was out in the garage. She just came out. She's like, I just want to hang out with you. I'm like, okay. So she was helping me do breaks on the Cougar and Izzy helped me bleed the brakes. You know, like they're bored, but they could literally go anywhere in the neighborhood and do anything. They just choose to not leave the house. They're like, fuck, I'm going to stay here. It's warm. Yeah. This is where the food's at. <laughs> well, and that's another thing, you know, when they're at the other house, that's why we intentionally don't plan a lot on the weekends. Yep. Is We don't fill up the calendar. Yeah, is because throughout the week, they're just go, go, go nonstop. nonstop. And we want them to be able to just, you know, like and sleep in, eat breakfast, read a book, watch a movie, whatever. Yeah. And they can go to the park. They can, you know, Izzy can walk anywhere she wants. We trust her. She gets her driving time on the weekends too, though. And yeah. They can go to Tully, but... It's kind of cold now. I also don't trust other people's shitty teenagers to be good to them while they're out of our sight. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be back. 
Okay, we're back. I'm ready. <laughs> um, so another thing that um, I wanted to mention is like when your your extended family maybe doesn't realize the you know the stuff that you go through or the feelings that you have. Um, if they haven't, you know, walked in your shoes. Yeah, I get it. They can't really uh empathize yeah my mom is a stepmom but you know steph has been i mean she was in her 30s when my mom came around so it's yeah. not like it's not really the same yeah it's not like when you're you're raising them and loving them and trying to build them into good people you know she was already built yeah she was an adult with a career and whatnot yeah Pretty um, good too. but you know i think I was, I was really stressed when we first met because we had five kids between two and eight. So, you know, maybe I would be short tempered with the kids or, you know, had high expectations of them that my mom didn't agree with. Um, and she'd be like, gosh, Jenna, like relax. But really it's like, I don't know. And looking back, yeah, I probably needed to relax, but it's easier to relax now because I don't have to dish five plates. You know what I mean? Like, right. But when they're two, you have to cut up all their meat and you know, teach them how to use a knife (laughs) Two, Right. Good parenting. Well, you still cut your own hands. So what's the difference? True. But it's, it's just things like that. And I think a lot of people don't understand until you are a step parent, how you could love a child that isn't yours. Um, people do it all the time. They just don't realize it. Yeah. But not like it's almost like a niece and nephew kind of vibe because you love them. You just don't know that that's really what you're feeling. You know, you can't possibly know it, uh, until they're older. You're like, you know what? I've always loved that kid. He's, he's a good kid. Like when they're 15 instead of one. Yeah. But, but... <clears throat> when you're step parenting, you don't have to, you can choose not to in fact, but it's the same as choosing not to like your dog. It's the same as, uh, you know what? I don't, you don't like your dad. Right. You didn't get to pick him, but you don't have to like him. You don't even have to love him. So it's no different for a step parent or a step kid. But if you choose to do it and you put all that same effort into it, at least as much as you can, mm-hmm. much as you're allowed without the other parents um, hamstringing you through your efforts, any lack of return is going to be twice as heartbreaking. Yeah. Because you're you're dutifully putting in an effort you don't have to. Yeah. At all. You're loving and you're trying and you're getting nothing. Getting, you know, somebody's spitting in your mouth. Yeah. Shitting on your efforts or feelings. Cause, and then you're like, well, why the fuck am I bothering? Yeah. Well, and I even experienced that with Matthew, you know, my own child because of the alienation that his dad was putting him through. Yeah. Um, but I think that wasn't the only one, by the way, I know, I believe that, but, um, it's definitely not coming from me or my side of the family. His dad, his grandma, his uncles. But so the, and this is why like Jaden's first, I shouldn't say first girlfriend, but first serious girlfriend here, Kaya, I loved her and I still text her on her birthday and she's always welcome here. Like no matter what, but I think it's because 
she to me is like one of the step kids mm -hmm. because she's a kid that comes over sometimes and you love her and you feed her and it was a couple years she, ago yeah if she needs you you're there but i just loved her well she had a pretty natural comfort too here it's not like we were even like cooler than her own parents because that's really not the, the case parents are parents if they're doing the right thing you, you think your parents are hard you know mm -hmm. the boss always a dick when you meet the new one mm -hmm. but she would come over um and you know she'd just kind of relax uh watch tv they'd hang out or whatever she'd come downstairs and be like hey jenna and she'd just go up to the fridge and grab a go-gurt and be like what are you making just kind of like you know there was the it's like the proper amount of comfort for the home. So you walk in, you're like, oh, this is home. Like, yeah. this is fine. And you don't have to be like, excuse me, uh, Mrs. Garcia, may I please have some? Like, no. She's like, I'm going to have this go -gurt. What's up? Can I help? Yeah. And she always has to help. Like, can I help make dinner? But I think that's why I... She's a good kid. I think that's why I loved her so much because I, I felt like that with her. Mm -hmm. Like, I love her and I'm here and whatever. Mm -hmm. Um. She she felt the comfort too and and displayed it she didn't hide it or fight it she was like you know what i like being here yeah um and then her, her parents turned out to hate us that's her parents probably they not. didn't hate us they hated it when Jaden turned 18. well because he's different they tried to pick a fight with us i'm like no get the fuck out of here yeah no, um, your phone calls anymore crazy people anyways so i think I think in, unless you have been there, you don't know what it's like. Leslie even said, you know, like, well, Hattie says, you know, that she loves Tegan so much. I'm like, yeah, I bet she does. She probably does. Yeah. And nothing wrong with Leslie for saying that because as a bio parent, you don't think that anyone could love your kid as much as you do. And the love is different. It is. Well, they can't. But you'd. It cannot be measured. Yeah. You can't say you can't possibly love this kid as much as I do. I don't agree with that, but I would say I'll never be able to love them the way you do. Yeah, that's true. Because I didn't make them. Yeah. You know? But also, like, I love all of our kids differently. Mm. Every single one of them. You have to. Yeah, even my own bio kids, I love you them differently. To. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, you're a, you're a step kid. You're only at 90% love, you know? Or like it's Jane, not like that. He's an amazing kid, but fuck, that kid has never put a trash bag in the trash can when he took the trash out. <laughs> Not once. Like, you know what? You're awesome. But I hate three things about you. <laughs> he never puts the dishes away right either. <laughs> Despite my pictures. Um, Just dumb shit. Yeah. But that's regular kid shit, I think. Like, when it comes yeah. to parenting, even with step-parents. At least once a week, like, Ryan, did you make a fucking bed right? And he's like, uh, I'm like, didn't He goes so, and runs upstairs, it. yeah. He's in that same bed for years. Like, you know how to make your bed. Yeah. You've you always forget. lived here. I um, forgot. No. You're lazy. I think a lot of the the co-parenting side of things you is mean different. The impossibility of it when it's one-sided? Yes. It's impossible when it's one-sided. But this kind of piggybacks onto what we're talking about with just the issues that arise and like working together and compromise and all of that. Um, and uh, the only comparison that we have is summer versus Cami because, yeah. because I don't have two exes um, or kids with 
two exes because Jaden has always been so different than the three because well of the way of you and Summer her. were together. Yeah. Also, her parenting style is very similar to ours. Her as a person is so close to somebody we would be friends with anyway. It's not that hard to, you know, it, there's nothing hard about it. Yeah. Honestly. But it's it's always been easier with her because <coughs> bless you Sorry. because even if she didn't agree with something she would just say i don't agree with that or i think it's harsh and you guys would work it out or yep. we would work it out or she'd say i think that's harsh but okay yeah i'll back you up there is no fight there there's been a fight there since 2001. or like when Jaden wanted was it his nose or his eyebrow pierced it was his nose and summer said no and so Jaden's like, said, ask your dad. Yeah. And then TJ's like, you know, well, what'd your mom say? Mom said, no. Well, said, okay, then that's your answer. No. Yeah. And she was like, she was listening to him. I think it was probably on speaker. So he was like, Hey, so I want to do this. I'm like, no, he was like 14 yeah. or something like the time. 14, 15. I was like, no. He was like, why? And I said, what'd your mom say? You're not calling me first. He's like, mom said, no. I said, okay, then what she says goes. Yeah. You didn't have to call me. I back her up. And she's like, told you. Like in the background. <laughs> it was like a high five through the phone moment. You know, uh -huh. she's probably like, yes. <laughs> well, she probably knew that you'd say no. And that's like, why she was. Call dad. Yeah. Call your dad. He was See probably what he like, says. let me do it. She's like, yeah. call him, motherfucker. Do it right now. <laughs> and he kept on it for like a week. He's like, but why can't I? I'm like, I said, no. He's mm -hmm. like, well, why? I said, I don't owe you a why. You're a kid. Mm -hmm. I said, no, that's it. Mm -hmm. Well, well, if I. If I had like a reason, I'd feel better about it. I'm like, I don't care. You're a kid and I'm an adult. I don't owe you a reason. Mm -hmm. I said no. He's like, okay. There you go, fucker. I don't easy. owe you a fucking I don't owe you anything. Yeah. Very easy. Like I said what I said. But I think um, you know, you you want to have that relationship with the other co parents, but and it's really hard when, like, when both of us are willing to have that kind of relationship with Cammy. How easy would that And be? I only use her as an example because I think we struggle the most with her because Bobby's pretty good at, like, whatever, you know? Well, her, the worst part with her is that she constantly thinks she's the one running the show. Yeah. Or that she's the only parent, like, we're backup babysitters or something. Yeah. And the kids come in and they're like, fuck, finally. God, that place sucks. Like, well, she has no clue that her kids uh, my kids are my world well they think you're an asshole and not just because they're teenagers and, and like you said no it's because they generally don't like the way you're running the show which is okay take that with a grain of salt because most kids don't like shit their parents say right but it's every week and you're not, like... you're not evolving as the kids are evolving and growing yeah. you're sticking with the same shit as when they were six well, and it's also like, you're fat, you need to go run three miles when you're fucking fine. By the way, none of these kids are fat. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah. Um, that Gabe looks malnourished. <laughs> yeah, he does. But he eats well. Well, here he eats here. well. Um, but I, I just think like how, how nice it would be to be able to co-parent with her the way we did with Summer. Oh, another thing I wanted to mention. So this vacation that they're going on, right? We get the kids um, for like a, a solid straight through yeah, week. Straight week. Yeah. Um, which is great. And 
like you said yes, you didn't even ask me because we're on the same page but there yeah, always. Yeah. Um, but then the kids say that she asked their grandma first mm-hmm. before asking us. Their fucking dad. <laughs> right. And um, then Zoe tells me that she was she was glad that they were going to be with us because it's a really long drive when they stay with their grandma. Yep. Yeah, because she lives an hour from your fucking school. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Even more middle of nowhere than their mom. Yeah, but it's like, why wouldn't she ask us first? The only reason their grandma said no is because she's watching the other grandkids because they're going they're on going like on a sibling trip. Parents, yeah. yeah. We're going to go someplace and have a vacation. Okay, cool. You know, kids. Mm-hmm. Your grand oh, your mom's busy with the other kids. Weird. Yeah. Which I found fascinating, but also, why wouldn't you be like, no, ask the other parents? Yeah. Oh, TJ and Jenna can't? That's weird. Why can't they? Yeah. They live right down the road. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just another one of those things that you wouldn't have to worry about if you weren't in a blended family. Or if you weren't an asshole in a blended True. family. <laughs> love you <laughs> hey man the world's full of people who just they're assholes because saying no makes them feel better about the world i don't know yeah instead of hey i want to go on vacation what do you think about taking the kids for eight days shit yeah have fun yeah later yeah but then it's you know, also like I mean, <laughs> it's like you know we drop them off to school monday we pick them up from school tuesday like give us that extra day and yeah. then she says Why not no just let us keep them it's like really from that day Keep the consistency. Take the extra fucking day to yourself to prepare for your trip. Whatever. Hey, come kiss him in the mouth on the way out of town. Yeah. To the airport later. Yeah. It's dumb. Yeah. But there's, like we said, there's no reasoning in mm. logistics. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. You need that day to make your stance that you are their mom. To, uh, be at work. Because we didn't know that. <laughs> I'll take care of my kids. That's cool. I'll do the same thing with mine. Yeah, same Idiot, kids. They're the same kids. <laughs> so dumb. It's just it's it's just extra steps. Yeah. Awesome. You know another thing about being in a blended family you wouldn't have to worry about in a first family? Family pictures. We do it like maybe once every three years. Well, we used to do it once a year till about till Jane left. That was our last yeah. picture before Jaden left because yeah, that was before he got run over by a car. Yeah. Yep, and that was our third set. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Yeah. He went and got run over by a car, graduated high school, and left for the army. That was the last time. Yeah. Can I also just give a quick shout out to Summer because when Jaden was run over, she didn't discredit. The value I brought to his life, or At the all. love that I had for him, you not two, for one minute. You guys tag teamed that week like pros. Like, if you had to do a twenty-four hour shift, like twelve hours me, twelve hours you, around the clock care for a kid. You had two good moms, and I'd be like, "Hey, what do you guys need? Grab me some wine because you know day shift's ending, and oh, night shift's going in." Like, all right, you guys want some wine? What do you want for dinner? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'll make dinner. I'm like, fuck that. What do you want? Yeah. But even like Summer and I would be sitting on the couch having a glass of wine. You'd refill our wine glasses. <laughs> but I just mean in the hospital, like she never. Never told you to get the fuck out of the room? Yeah. I'll she never was like, son. was like, yeah, I'm the mom. It was never that. Nope. The neurosurgeon called us the duo. Yeah. 
So I don't even know if that's he knew who was That's because you guys were tag-teaming nurses who weren't doing what they were supposed to do. That's true. Um, but The nurses earned it. But then, um, like, uh, I struggled one day because Jaden only wanted his mom. And it's a hard. It was really hard for me because I wanted to be there for him. He was only half awake. You... I know. I know. And I don't blame him or Summer at all because, of he course. Yeah, of course you would want your mom. But then you look right past me I'm like, where's mom? I'm like, I yeah, don't know, say her name. Yeah. Um, but then another thing was uh, when they were going to show us the rehab facility that he was going to go to. One of us was going to stay with him and one of us was going to go see this facility. And I deferred to summer. Like, what would you like to do if you want to go see it? I'll stay with him. If you want to stay with him, I'll go and see it. But it was like that mutual trust and like oh. she trusted me to go look at it or she trusted me to stay with him so mm -hmm. she could go look at it she knew that he'd be fine i don't know anyways things you wouldn't have to worry about if you were <laughs> in a first family well things you wouldn't have to worry about a lot of people don't have to worry this is sad things a lot of people don't have to worry about in a blended family is a person like summer a lot of people don't have that yeah. I would say the majority of people probably don't have that with another parent. Yeah. Uh, that ability to be like, I'm dropping everything, I'll be there by midnight. Yeah. You know, 12, 13, she's walking through the door in the hospital yeah. off a plane. She's a unicorn for sure. Coming rolling up in like sweatpants, a little backpack. If she's a tiny girl, she's like, you know, just <laughs> chugging along the hallway and like, all right, his room's down there. She's like, okay. She gets in her, drops her backpack, and she's like, hi, hi, oh, hi, hi. Yeah, because that was the first time we met in person. Like, hey, what's up? Um, and like he's asleep, and fuck. Yeah, leave him asleep. Don't and wake him up. She's like, you know what? I'm gonna stay here tonight. You guys can go home. We're like, word. She's <laughs> like, yep, yeah, I got this. She wasn't gonna leave that room. I'm surprised you did. I'm like, I gotta go to work in the morning. I w I wouldn't have left if she wasn't there, but because she was there, I was fine leaving. Yeah, I was still wearing my uniform from work. Yeah. All right. What are some other things? Can you think of anything? A million of them, but I don't know yeah. that it wouldn't end up down a rabbit hole. I know. Um, so with Christmas around the corner, I was watching, um, I'm a huge fan of Jenna Kramer, <laughs> but um, she was talking about how they switch off at Christmas at noon on Christmas. So and weird. like, that's fine if, if you want to split the day. I'm more of like an all or nothing kind of person. It just works for us. Um, but something you wouldn't have to think of if you weren't in a blended family is Christmas day. Like you can just wake up whenever you can have your traditions. The kids don't have to leave to go anywhere or um, like years that we have the kids for Christmas. If they have to leave the next day, you think to yourself, you know, that sucks because they only get one day with their toys. Um, but then you also think like, oh, they'll be excited to come back because they have these toys um to look forward to but that's just another thing that you think of uh some other things is like you know decorating the house for christmas the kids always really like to help with that but then it's like what day do you do it that all of them are here and it can't just be a weekend it has to be a day that they're all here um i don't know vacations you have to plan around your custody schedule. Which it's, I feel like it's probably not that hard, but we, we haven't gone on a vacation yet. <clears throat> so actually, 
them doing this vacation, it's kind of sort of a got something in the back pocket now. There were one or two like, hey, we're gonna take a vacation now. We got these kids for this this week and weekend. She wouldn't say no anyway. Yeah, she usually says yes. I mean, she'll pawn off on her mom, but we're not gonna get a no on it. Yeah. So I don't think we've ever really had to worry about that. It's the boys that would be the logistical compromise because. Because we, their dad have, won't take them. We'd have to defer to Matthew. Well, or your mom. Yeah, or, my parents usually. Like the fifteen-year-old have to take care of both of them, or yeah. it have to be your mom or something. Yeah. Because he wouldn't get it before noon to take him to school. Yeah. Other things that you have to worry about is like, remember the day that Bobby forgot Ryan because of the time change, and I called Rudy. Um. Or, like, Ryan wants to spend more time with his dad, but he doesn't realize that he has plenty of time with him. He just sleeps till fucking noon, mm-hmm. so that he misses out on half the day with talked him. talked about that with him yesterday. Yeah. Um, it's like, I want to see my dad more. Like, oh, then tell him to get up before noon. Yeah. <laughs> and noon's even, like, early. I would, I would think he'd sleep much later than that. That was a fucking sad conversation with that kid. It was sad because we, we were, like, trying to... Um, put it in perspective for him. Like, you know, we go to bed at 10 o'clock and we're up at four 30. So that's six and a half hours. So we told Ryan, like, that's like your dad going to bed at 5 AM and sleeping until noon. And he was like, Oh, because he says like his dad sleeps in because he's exhausted. Yeah. No, he's probably high. He's in bed at nine 30 and gets up at 11 the next day. Yeah. Or he stays up till two and sleeps till noon. It doesn't matter. It's ten hours of sleep. Either You're way, that fucking tired. More than a fucking infant. Also, I was married to him for way too long, and so I know, I know exactly how he I is. Believe. He's up till two or three a.m. and he sleeps till noon, at the earliest. It's okay, baby. I don't need no help. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you also don't need to sleep until noon because you're exhausted. I don't think I could. I don't think I could either. Kind of a scoliosis. Remember the other weekend we slept in till nine and we got up. It's like, you know, when you wake up late because like you're like going to miss like, your flight. Oh, yeah. shit. We freaked out. Threw the blankets off. It's nine o'clock. Dude, even better. The kids <laughs> weren't even up yet. No, they were. Remember Zoe had eaten breakfast and she was dressed. She was the only one. Oh, yeah. Well. I think Ryan was up, but he was in his robe. Yeah. But Izzy was still in bed. Like, we had to wake up Izzy. We got up and we're like, oh, shit, the house on fire. We get on stairs and Zoe's like, hi, good morning. <laughs> and I think Ryan was actually like, hey, They're eating breakfast. Let's, you want some coffee, Mom? We're like, oh, shit. It was so weird. Because we've, we've never slept that late. Mm-mm. I mean, if it's past seven, I'm like, my back hurts. Let me get the fuck out of this bed because our bed is amazing. So we makes, don't move? <laughs> oh, my God. I get up and I'm like, my bones, they all hurt because I haven't moved all night. <clears throat> I'm a hundred, you guys. Anyway. Got anything else? Something that I think is probably, you and I talk about it quite a bit, but just between you and me, something that you, you know, you, you realize in a blended family that you wouldn't in a bio family is how fortunate we are comparatively because we know something to compare to like, a lot of bio families, like, they have bad days, they have good days, but they just keep progressing forward. Yeah. But I think a lot of people forget 
like either where they came from or the hard days they had or bad days they had. Um, and we were just talking about this earlier. I'm, I wake up every day and I, if I, something puts me in a bad mood during the day, I'm like, you know what? Screw that. Here's five reasons why I feel fortunate right now. And it's all because I know I've had so much worse days because of my partner in life or my house or my family dynamic. Yeah. Living situation. Like, fuck, this is nothing. Are you kidding me? What reason do I have to be upset, frustrated, um, you know, irritated right now? Yeah. It could be something simple at work. It could be something with the kids. But in the end, I'm like, you know what? You know what I did today? Whatever the fuck I wanted. Yeah. Got into this nice ass car and left our nice ass house yeah. and went to go look at, you know. Or like uh, you didn't have to do prospect- the laundry. Yeah, prospective place where we wanted to move. Yeah. Uh, didn't have to trip over laundry or kids' toys. I don't know. I've, I've never felt more fortunate without remembering what my life was like. Same. So I'll take all of the heartache and shitty conversations and bad days because it's really not that much of your time. It just feels like a lot of it compared to what my life was a decade ago. I'll suck today's dick any day compared to that. <laughs> well, it's like I always say my worst day with you is a hundred times better than my best day with mm-hmm. him. It's true. I was, and it, it occurred to me when I pulled uh, Izzy's car out back because Princess Dixie had a bleeding uh, claw yesterday. So we tried to take her to the vet, and the vet took too long. So we just got the powder to put on her short claw to stop the bleeding. And we got blood in the back seat of Izzy's car. So I wanted to clean it out. And I was like, I'm just back, and my the the shampoo, the extractor broke. And I was like, shit, it's broke. Luckily, I was pretty much done. I was like, dang it, this thing's broke. And I was like, Jenna, this thing's pissing water out of the wrong place. It's broke. And I was like, wait a minute. This extractor's like a decade old. Yeah. And I've used it like five times. Two were on that car. And I'm vacuuming or, or cleaning out a car that was free uh, from my dad to Izzy. I'm like, my life is not that bad right now. I can just buy a new shampoo. I don't even know why I'm complaining right now. So I just, I chucked it in the trash. I put it in the trash can outside. I'm like, Fuck it. I'm going to go on Amazon tonight and get a new one. Yeah. This car's clean and it was free. So I just got back on the roll of I'm very fortunate to have these kinds of problems. Yeah. Instead of how the fuck am I going to pay to clean this car or get a new extractor or I have to have this car clean because I got to be at work tomorrow. This is my only car. You know what I mean? I was like, I have no reason to bitch right now. I feel stupid for doing it. Yeah. Absolutely stupid. Yeah. That's how I felt when I was stranded trying to get home from that last contract. Like I, I was missing clean underwear and a toothbrush, but really I had nothing to complain about. I was ready to drive to Salt Lake. I know. To pick you up from a different airport six hours away. But I think if backpack and everything, if you're in a relationship and it's hard, just know that it will get better. Like once you get through all the shitty stuff, it'll get better. And if you feel stuck, like it's not going to get better, fucking leave. Make it better. Make a change. Yeah. Um, it, it starts with one little thing. Yep. Change one little thing. Yep. Change your mindset. Change your gears. Yep. And if you got 10 bucks, put away five of them. Shit yep. adds up. Yeah. I can't afford that right now. Okay. Hide that shit in a sock drawer. Yeah. People have been doing that since the dawn of time. Get that wad of cash. And then we need to make a movie. Like, fuck it. I'm grabbing my, my sock drawer bundle. I'm grabbing this thing. I'm going to go make this move. 
doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Or, and if you're really stuck and struggling, find me on Instagram. We can talk. Hell yeah. There's a million ways out of a bad day. Yeah. But there's only one way to stay in it. Choice. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for this week. We'll be back soon Hopefully with another. Hopefully some of that made sense. Hopefully. <laughs> it's been a heck of a week. Uh, Instagram, Facebook. You got to say your thing. I have it already set. It's an oh. outro. Oh. <laughs> we could step on something, something dark. I don't know. I'm already. We could step on dot six on Instagram. I already follow you, so I don't, I don't remember it. Um, and it does say in the outro, but if you follow me, I will only accept you if you tell me that you're a listener, because otherwise I keep that shit locked down. Yeah. Then we get shit about extended car warranty. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Love you all. Later. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Wicked Stepmom Podcast. As always, you can find me on Facebook under Jenna Garcia and Instagram as wickedstepmom.6. If you do want to friend me on social media, please let me know that you're a fan of the podcast. Otherwise, you will be denied. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to see covered, or if you just want to reach out and say hi, you can email me at wickedstepmom.6 at gmail.com. And if you love the podcast, please give us a five-star review. It really helps other people to find us and um, share our wealth of knowledge with everyone around us. Thanks for listening.